Hey, hi, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Something We Gotta Talk About with your fave and serious duo. I'm Mercy. And I'm Diana. And we are back with another episode. How are we? How are we doing? You know what? Right now in this current time, it is Saturday 25th of March. I'm doing good. If you'd asked me a few days ago, I'd be crying right now. But, you know, there is a silver lining in everything. So we are moving on up. (laughs) We're on the up and up. And I'm doing great right now. How are you doing? I can say the same. (laughs) (laughs) What's in the air? I mean, honestly, I think it's just uh, maybe like end of first quarter of the year Mm -hmm. type thing. I hope it is because that's what I need it to be. Like I need Mm -hmm. it to wrap up really soon yeah um but you know what I think it's like busy era and like things are needing to get done in all capacities whether that's work whether that's just life admin just things need to get done and it's bloody exhausting Mm -hmm. and I feel it in my bones (laughs) (laughs) it needs to go like it needs to just leave our bodies this like I'm telling you even god on the seventh day rested yeah me too i need to be resting (laughs) there's not enough i feel like there's not enough days in the week or there's not enough weekends like week the days that are weekends we need a four-day week four-day work week i feel like we should be resting more than we work but you know Mm -hmm. that's neither here nor there in this this capitalism world but you know what i think um something that i think i have been thinking about like what's been on my mind and stuff is like perfectionism do you consider yourself a a perfectionist i am a chronic perfectionist (laughs) (laughs) it's not great do you know what i think like i used to be worse like yeah i used to be such a perfectionist that if it doesn't like if anything doesn't go to plan i will crumble like Mm -hmm. i will actually i was gonna say pass away let me not be dramatic (laughs) but (laughs) God forbid. God forbid. But I've been getting better because that attributes to a lot of or contributes a lot to my stress. Mm. Like if I'm like, I need it to hit this number, I need it to be looking like this. And there's some good things about, in my opinion, there's some good things about perfectionism in terms of you're always striving for something to look great or something to do very well. But it's that thing where it's like, if it doesn't hit the exact kind of number or whatever outlook or whatever final product you want that is when you're just like sometimes you have to let it go Mm -hmm. just let it go but that is hard that's very hard for a chronic perfectionist and that is what I am and like there's times where I'm like yeah I'm a recovering perfectionist because (laughs) I let this project go and you know it still did really well it didn't do 100% well in my eyes but everyone's like wow that looks amazing I'm like yeah you don't know it didn't hit the numbers I wanted Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. sometimes you just do you know what and I think as a creative as well sometimes Mm -hmm. you just have to you just have to put it out there you just have to do it but that's that's very difficult exactly and it's like that kind of saying about finished is like being done or being finished is enough sort of thing it doesn't have to be perfect and I need like that to kind of keep ringing in my head you know you said that you used to be worse I think I'm getting worse and I need to like (laughs) I don't know if it's more that I'm I'm older and more aware of myself and my capabilities and also more aware of where I sit in the world, if that makes sense. 
So I am super, like, I'm way more aware now than I was when I was younger that the world will not take too kindly to just average for me. So it makes me feel like everything needs to be perfect. If it's not less than perfect, then it's not even cutting average. You get what I mean? Mm. So it's just like, and I have these things in my head, right? About like same with you, even with like work and stuff. So that's kind of what has been the cause of my stress this week or the cause of my tears this week was like, I had this idea that things were going to work out a certain way, but I have like very limited control in that actually happening. But if that doesn't happen, it's like, well, what did I do wrong? Or why is it, why is this not perfect? Why is this not happening for me? Um, and it's just like, take a step back. You're actually okay. <laughs> You're still doing what you need to do. It's not on you. Um, and it's someone asked me like, you know, like, who are you trying to prove it to? Like, or who, who is it you're trying to, like, show? And I genuinely can't come up with anybody other than me. Like, me, young, younger me, future me, whatever it is. It's just, like, I need to stop getting in my way of getting things done or being okay with where they are, that they don't have to be my level of perfect. Um, Because, to be completely honest, no one actually is really looking for me to be any more than, like, getting things done or just doing what I can do in the capacity that I have oh child yeah it's been a lot of a lot of learning this week a lot of um being transparent with myself and all (laughs) no honestly like you're your worst critic yeah that is just what it is and for some reason we just want to prove to ourselves so much and we and I think especially if you have a lot of ambition um mm. and if you have a high standard for yourself which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing but it is those check-ins when you're like okay hold on like does it need to be at this level do I need to be this hard on myself because sometimes you need to push yourself you know there are those days yeah. when you're like I can't be bothered mm-hmm. but I don't want <laughs> to be doing this but you kind of have to do it yeah. like those days I feel like it's fine to just kind of you know check in with yourself and be like come on get yourself together let's mm-hmm. get this done um but there are days when you're doing well and you're still telling yourself not nah, be better not nah, it, it really could be better and mm-hmm. it's hard because I I the chronic perfectionist in me is saying what's wrong with that like that's completely fine but equally it is it can get really dangerous because you will be running yourself into the ground like banging your head off of a wall when everyone else is like it looks good though exactly (laughs) like what are you complaining about what's wrong like and honestly it's so funny because it's like in the moment of you thinking that like the world is about to end because this thing isn't perfect in your eyes everybody's like what like literally looking at you like you're crazy like stop being so overdramatic and it's not until you look back in hindsight they're like that was dramatic but I think everybody has those moments anyway and it's okay to kind of sit in that and allow yourself to feel that so you can know how to get out of that and kind of have like you said those check-ins to yourself and being like what is it that has got me to this point and what is it that I need to get out of this point um so that you don't constantly repeat that process of thinking this has to be perfect or if if it's not perfect then there's something wrong with me um and my capabilities of doing whatever it is so it's a PSA to all of you perfectionists out there (laughs) or people like me who keep trying to be a perfectionist and it's just like stop it (laughs) stop finished it's done hard work you know you're a hard worker just do it and you'll be fine 
Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think it's increased? Like, I know you were kind of saying it's, you know, a lot to do with work and stuff, but what what did you used to do before that you've now noticed, hmm, something's a bit different now? Um, I think, to be fair, before I just used to just do things and kind of know that I, like, like the level of effort should be, you know, I used to live in this world of meritocracy, right? Of, like, if I work hard, I'll reap the benefits. And it wasn't until I got older that I was like, it doesn't matter how hard I work, I'm not going to necessarily reap the benefits of it. And that can be anything, just luck of the draw, my race, being a woman, whatever it could be. So it's just like, I feel like the older I'm getting and the things that I want, you know, going back to that ambition piece, I'm such an ambitious person that it's just like, if, if I cannot be the person that's stopping myself getting to the best, you know, so it's like if I know I've worked hard enough or I've done everything perfectly I could, then it wasn't me. It was other things in my life that have affected that, things that I couldn't necessarily handle or I couldn't necessarily control. But if I think that I've done something short of perfect, it's like, girl, you really stopped getting yourself from there. Like you really didn't you know you didn't work hard enough for that or you could have done something x y and z to get something better I think that's what it is I just feel like I cannot be in my own way even though I I know I'm not you know like it's just one of those illogical things that it's just like I know it's so illogical but it's it's in my head I can't you know sometimes you just can't help it yeah because I wonder like I hear I exactly hear what you're saying about not wanting to get in your own way and that you feel that imagine if the only factor that didn't get what you needed was yourself Mm -hmm. and you could change that right Mm -hmm. and is it kind of is it is it as if there's things that have been happening where you're like nah I know if I did x y and z I could have actually made that abc like if I could have made that better do you know what I mean this is the thing no (laughs) Everything I guess that I've beaten myself over has been things outside of my control. But it, you know what it is? It's harder. So the the reason I guess that it's harder is because the type of work that I do, and I I can't say that it's different from other types of jobs at all. But being a um, microbiologist scientist, a lot of our work is sort of like I don't know, for lack of a better word, like it is what it is, that you just can't really control a lot of things because you don't understand a lot of the things that will cause certain things to happen. So a lot of sciences, um, I'm thinking of like maths, sometimes chemistry and engineering, you know, it's A plus B equals C. There's a very clear path as to if you don't get C, A was wrong. And so you can kind of track back and be like, okay, I can kind of fix this in a way. Whereas with biology, a lot of things you can try and get to C but you don't know what happened between A and B like you don't know if it was you your own like you did something wrong or something happened in that certain system that prevented that from happening but because you don't know enough about it I don't know if that makes sense (laughs) so it's like I'm you know you kind of like hear about other types of discoveries whatever you're just like oh like it seems like such a perfect line of like you know this person did this and they got this result but when it, you look back on your own research, it's like, oh, how come I can't get that? Or how come it's taking me so long? Or how come it's taking, you know, so much thinking and I can't, fig- I can't fix it or figure out what's going wrong? 
So I think that's what it is. It's more just like, is it me the problem or is it that I'm doing everything I can, but it's just the way things are that we don't know enough about how to like fix that problem, if that makes sense. So that's just how things are. So I think that's what it is. It's more just like, I can't even pinpoint, is it me or something else? Yeah. No, I'm, I don't mean to be smiling, but it just honestly makes me feel so seen because I feel like that's a a lot of that I can see play out for myself as well. Mm. And I have an issue where I like to control as much as I can. Yeah. And I like to just make sure everything is in place and just in place ahead of time as well. But there's just certain things you can't control. Mm-hmm. And I'm really bad at that. Like, I'm really bad at things I can't control because I'm like, why can't I control it? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, for example, I had a project coming up and I set the dates. I had everyone locked in. Everything was good. Travel plans sorted. And then there was bloody train strikes mm-hmm. that was like literally um the train strikes were announced the day that I locked everything in. And I was so mad mm-hmm. and I was so angry because I was like, why did I not see these train strikes before? Look at me, like I sorted everything out and blah blah blah. And then like I've had I was talking to people like my sisters as well, and they were like, how how could you have controlled that? How would like, you know? How yeah. would you know? How would you know? How do they know? Like literally. <laughs> how will they know? <laughs> how will they know? And it's just those things where because I also believe in everything everything happens for a reason. And I still do believe that. But there mm-hmm. are some times when that can play with you and and cause a bit of an issue for you because I'm just like, well, if everything happens for a reason, then why on earth did I have to go through all of that? sorted mm-hmm. all these things out done all this gymnastics and, and schedules and all this kind of stuff and still have to redo it all <laughs> over again you know yeah and it's just yeah like I think there's just some things where I'm like really working to let go of control yeah and um, my entire life to be fair but like <laughs> especially in my adult years if you will uh you had there's those things where you're like at the end of the day, could I, me as myself, as my human, could I have gone to TFL and be mm. like, actually, <laughs> I don't think can these you strikes me, are going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Or can you give me your book of of strikes that are coming up for the entire year? Do they even bloody know? I don't know. Like it's just those things where there's some things that you just they're just left to the unknown, and Absolutely. you just have to be okay with it. But it's so damn hard because that leans into like the whole perfectionism piece as well because you want it to be done to the absolute best but all these external factors happening around you that you, some of them you can control to a degree but some the ones that you can't control and especially if they're like minor in a set, like minor in the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. but in that moment it feels like your entire world has crashed around you (laughs) the world is ending gone dust started to appear like honestly you just want to go to bed yeah i remember i think when that happened or something else because so many things had happened there was one day i just i just closed my laptop i said no (laughs) that's enough i said i'm going home i was like in the i'm i'm going 
home. I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think um, control, like being a control freak, definitely goes in hand in hand with perfectionism. Because, of course, if everything's perfect, you have full control over and yeah, they, they have to kind of be like, oh, and I think to be fair, like, you know, that kind of whole, why did, why did it have to happen? Like, what was the reason? Um, for me, I think like when things go wrong, it's just trying to teach me to be like one more patient because I do have patience problems. I'm working on it. I'm recovering. Me <laughs> I'm too. recovering. <laughs> and um, crisis management as well. Like I, it's funny because with my, my issues, I, I'm the worst like at trying to deal with that but other people's problems I'm so calm and I'm just like let's find a solution like we'll we'll figure it out so it's just trying to flip that of like when things like literally hit like when everything goes wrong what can I do to try and fix it more calmly than I (laughs) currently do so uh yeah yeah but it's been a week it's been a week and we're we're moving on because this I don't even know what it is. I don't know what the funk is, but it's definitely got to go. <laughs> Babe, something's definitely going on because it's Q1, but yeah. I hear it. <laughs> I hear you. No, I know, I know. But I always, I, I also think, like, there's sometimes, you know when your workload is just heavy? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, when there is, it's not just one thing that's happened, it's, like, three or five, or it's, like, a, like a lot of things at once. And to mm. be fair, like, we're only one person. Yeah. Um, and what I guess I need to remind myself and what a lot of people around me remind me is that you don't have to do it alone. You may mm-hmm. think you do, or you may think, because I'm also that person that's like, yeah, but I just don't think anyone else will do it as good as me. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, if you want it done well, you, you have to do it. You cannot trust anybody else. Exactly. And that is such a problem. That is like a really, really big problem. Um, uh, just trying, I try not to hit rock bottom. Um, and I try to like see myself hitting rock bottom before it happens mm-hmm. so that I can get that support. Because when I do hit rock bottom is when I need, like I will get support because I'm like, I actually can't do this. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, like I just think it's a matter of, trying to solve one problem at a time is what I've started telling myself I'm like this too shall pass this too shall pass yeah exactly (laughs) it's like God cannot give anything that I cannot handle (laughs) you know what he may let you bend but he won't let you break (laughs) Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) let the voice of God seep through you the rest of this quarter one honestly honestly mad like yeah no it's been a bit mad but you know what we here we've made it Mm -hmm. and just won't he do it yeah exactly (laughs) won't he do it (laughs) but I think um I'd love to kind of talk about some real and serious stuff yeah and there's do you know I we're t- I think it's interesting the way we talk about our brains work and how we're like perfectionists and how yeah. we um have all these things that make up I guess our personalities and who we are and there are just some random things that I think are big parts of our personality <laughs> and something about them is like do you know have you ever had that thing where it's like you attribute you, you like you attribute different things that all like I'm meant to say this you attribute different things that all kind of mean the same thing so for example for me the number seven right uh-huh 
If I say the number seven, what colour are you thinking? Pink. I don't know why. Really? So yeah. I think purple. Oh, right? interesting. For me, number seven is like purple. And then like, what day of the week would you think? Of what, number seven? Yeah. Sunday. That's so funny. I would think Thursday. Thursday? No. Really? Listen, in my head, it goes like number seven. Uh-huh. It goes purple. It goes Thursday. And then it goes grapes. Like, grapes. just this random, <laughs> no, Collection honestly. of things. Wow. Okay. It's like the number eight, orange, Wednesday. Like, it's... Oh, I would think eight, green. I don't know why. That's so funny. <laughs> well, that completely flopped because, yeah, I thought you'd think the same way. It's <laughs> <laughs> but when you were saying number seven, I thought you were going to say something like that's your favorite number. And I was like, me too. Let's stop. Yeah. But let's do it. Let's, let us talk about his favorite numbers because I think yeah. I've had a bit of a journey with favorite numbers. Okay. Like, I, I love numbers that, originally, I love numbers that sounded nice. Mm, if that yeah. makes sense. I get you. So, like, one of my favorite numbers when I was growing up was 16. And I just thought it sounded nice. 16, mm-hmm. you know, like I just thought it sounded really cute, really nice. But then I think that ended up being my sister's favorite number. And I don't like having the same favorite numbers as people. Mm-mm. So I, <laughs> so I now, my favorite number, and this happened a few years ago, or maybe like five or so years ago, my favorite number is 23. And oh, that's your birthday. Exactly. It's my birthday. It's my dad, the date of my dad's birthday as well. Oh, and like I just think the number twenty three sounds real cute. Like I just like twenty three. Oh, yeah, love that for me. So yeah, like do you do you have favorite number? Mm-hmm. Seven, yeah, yeah? You said it's seven. definitely seven. And I don't know why. Like I don't know what it is, but I think maybe maybe to do with the fact that it sounds nice. It's my brother's birthday. It's not even anywhere remotely close. The only seven that I have is my the year that I was born, 97. Oh, nice. I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, seven's just always been really nice. And do you know what it is? I'd never even thought about anything past 10. I always assumed favorite numbers is like the first 10. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know when someone's like 86 and I'm like, you went all that way. All that way <laughs> to, to find, find your number. favorite number. Right? I have no idea why, because it's just a, num- a number is a number, right? But um, yeah, number seven's always been my favourite number. I love 25 as well, to be fair. 25 is like quite symbolic, I guess now, because that's my birthday. It's Christmas. What else is it? It's the, year I, the age I am now as well, which has been quite an epic year so far. Yeah, yeah, I 25. I'm turning 25. Honestly, I'm so excited to see turn 25. It does feel, I know people are like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't, you don't feel a difference. I felt it. And I know everyone always says they feel a difference when they turn 30 as well and 40. But on 25, I felt it in my bones. I'm looking forward to 25. Do you know what though? I like turning a year older. Yeah, me too. Okay, because everyone's like, I hate my birthday. I don't want to, oh my God, I feel so old. Shut up. Right, it's a blessing. Come on, another year around the sun. Like mm-hmm. I think I love birthdays so much because that is the day literally to celebrate you. Like yeah. you did it. Like you did that year. Well done. Let's go on to the next type thing. I love turning a year older. So I'm gassed to turn 25. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because I always make fun of like um my boyfriend and like my family and stuff. I'm like, oh, you're getting so old. But like 
real talk, like I think I heard someone say something like, what is the opposite of turning older is death, which is so true. Because I mean, come on, you can't get younger. And do you want to die? Like, no, you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to. So I would much rather turn older. And I do feel like even things like, um, you know, quote unquote, very strong quote unquote imperfections when you get older, like wrinkles or graying hair, whatever it is, um, that like is on your trajectory. Like, I don't think that's anything. Like I, maybe because I'm privileged and have a baby face that will last the test of time <laughs> and like we always say black don't crack so <laughs> I don't think like I'll really care too much when I get older and have like you know I'll, I'll look older like I don't really think I'll want to have like wrinkles like faded or you know I'll, like want to dye my hair constantly because I've got gray hair I don't know maybe I'm speaking like from a place of privilege now that I'm younger but I think it's nice. I just feel like those things tell so much about the journey you've been on. Like they they tell a life, you know? So yeah, why are we why are we obsess about looking younger? I love I that know. point of view, honestly. I think like there's just something about me. I just wanna be a real so I, I don't know if I want kids or anything, but what I do know is I wanna be a really cool aunt. I think you like, want to I wanna oh my god I literally want to be one of the kids like I will <laughs> oh mate but then also like kind of like embracing obviously your age as you grow yeah and stuff and you know especially like I don't know I'm really excited to be a great aunt oh yeah <laughs> definitely wait do you this is so funny because um it wasn't until I came to the UK that I ever learned the definition of a great aunt and great uncle and all that we never we don't use that like in our culture we just do so like even things like second cousin and stuff we don't we don't use that I'm an auntie so like mm-hmm. my cousin's kids I'm their auntie and then you yeah. See, yeah literally it's just like you just have brother sister mom dad auntie uncle and then grandma granddad great grandma and then so my mom's like her nieces if they have kids she's a grandma she's not a great grand great aunt <laughs> yeah do you know what it, it's true like even like my my culture mm-hmm. is the same like mm-hmm. it, the, who is the second cousin what do you mean we're all cousins like, <laughs> yeah we're all family <laughs> we're all family here and I do get that I don't know obviously I've grown up in in Scotland and I've mm-hmm. grown up kind of with the all these I was gonna say new but I guess all these western things of great aunts and second cousins and first cousin you know three times removed or whatever it is um and I find it quite fascinating though because I I just think there's something around like I mean I didn't grow up knowing my grandparents like my all of my grandparents have passed Mm -hmm. so I think there's something to that where I'm like I don't know I I feel it's a bit strange for me personally if someone else was to be like now I'm your grandma or not Mm. even now but like I'm also your grandma and I'm like no I didn't meet mine you know I see what Um, you mean like at at an age that I remember so I think for me is I quite like everyone having their position in Mm -hmm. my life and I personally um I personally don't mind it like I quite I quite like the idea I don't want to be a grandma like (laughs) 
I mean, hey, listen, so God, please, if, if it's to happen, it happens type thing. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not a grandma and I'm now being called grandma, I think that would just send me a bit, especially if it's a choice of not becoming a grandma. And someone's like, oh, my God, my grandma. No, I'm your great aunt. Come on. I see what you mean, because I get like, because I guess those kind of like mom, dad and uncle or whatever, it's kind of more like your immediate, like your blood your actual bloodline I, I, I see. yeah um yeah I get that to be fair I do get that I, I do I do feel like it's a whatever you want to call like you kind of just just use it but um it was just so interesting interesting to me and I was speaking to my friends when I was younger and they were like oh yeah my second cousin and I was like do you only have two or something <laughs> I was just like what I was so confused and then, yeah, obviously, okay, like, learn a little bit more. Um, no, that's so true. It's so funny. My mom would probably slap me upside the head if she, like, heard me saying, oh, my God, no, <laughs> this is so weird. But it's, yeah, no. it's it's very, it's very, very true. I think, I think the cousin thing's a bit mad. I used to do it. Like, I used to be, oh, my God, my second cousin. But then I lost track because, gosh, how many cousins do you have? Do you know this, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So it is, that is quite hard mm-hmm. to do. But, yeah, there's certain things where I'm, like, I wouldn't use like the whole grandma grandpa thing that's those are things I wouldn't but Mm -hmm. um yeah cousins I think for me at this and my brain doesn't have the capacity to find what levels you are you are (laughs) you know I used to do it but now I'm just I don't have the capacity we're all we're all cousins here yeah exactly we're all one (laughs) we're all one but I think like um something that has and, and talking about family and stuff it reminds me of like nostalgia right yeah. like and I think that's something that has hey this generation Z of mine <laughs> something we have been doing is pulling back from the past wow like why I don't understand why we no no I do I'm gonna say I don't understand why we're not really always a future thinking generation but the future does not look quite bright I can't lie <laughs> this earth more Oh yeah, because I guess like you know, I bet people back in the day um, would think twenty twenty three would look like so futuristic. I I don't really know what futuristic would even look like nowadays, robots and stuff. I guess, but we kind of do have them at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I bet it didn't look like this. No, no, honestly, and like with everything that's going on, climate change society in itself yeah and all these things it's actually quite hard to look forward mm-hmm. so what this generation loves to do is look back and there are so many things that come back into the fold yeah um which do you know in some capacities i love in some capacities i'm like let's not do that i don't <laughs> love that for us and mm-hmm. um, but like i think definitely things that have come back that i see in like comic sans as a font Ew. <laughs> <laughs> For me, personal preference. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's so freaking funny. I and do you know what? I, I think there's also with so a lot of these things are in like tongue in cheek, I guess. Or yeah. um just things that it's not it's not necessarily like we're it's like taking the mick out of it. Although I do know comic sans, like I think for some um like neurodivergent things. It's yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's actually a really good font to use. Um, however, mm-hmm. it is still a font that you're just kind of like, why, what, how, 
why to be fair like thinking of it why is it that one font that people decided that it wasn't professional enough like it wasn't it like, like good enough to use which was what probably makes it simple enough to read yeah. for all different is, exactly of, yeah um, brain types do you know what i mean that's true yeah but i guess to be fair there is like more like non is it serif like mm. font that's not night one of them either that it's good for people that are neurodivergent or it's not so good one of them but yeah i guess yeah i don't know i yeah it does look a bit childish it's not gonna lie doesn't it um but then so that's definitely kind of coming back and it's so funny because like i guess in in my kind of work and the the conversation around it people are like are we bringing it back? Are we not? And I feel like every designer is like crumbling right now. Like, please don't do this to me. Um, But something else that's coming back is Y2K fashion. And oh my God. Let me tell you something. (laughs) So I remember when skin, like I grew up in skinny jean era. Like I, when I could start buying Mm -hmm, clothes for myself, mm -hmm. really. It was skinny jeans, skinny jeans, skinny (laughs) jeans, you know, like those Johnny jeans from Topshop. Like, yeah oh like yeah I grew up in that era and I remember Mm -hmm. buying my first kind of like collection of jeans and they were all like skinny jeans skinny jeans and then skinny jeans with some rips (sighs) in the knees and then you know all different versions all different colors of skinny jeans tell Mm -hmm. me why in the past like year and a half I have been noticing (laughs) hey where are these skinny jeans going they seem to skinny yeah. and high waisted, right? That's what they seem to be disappearing. And the one, the the day that I found out, yeah, I need to do a new a refresh of these jeans. Is I was in Milan, <laughs> and I was in like one of the fashion museums. I can't remember which one it was. Like I, may, I can't remember actually. I'm not even gonna try. Um, and I was in this place where the exhibition was, and I was the only one wearing skinny jeans all the youths no around way. me were wearing boot cut we're wearing flare we're wearing, <laughs> and i said okay it's time to pack it up it's time to retire oh the skinny my jeans god it's so bad and you know the thing is for me i think like why skinny jeans just make or make or made sense to me is that i just i love i like i wear like gym leggings all the time i just wear leggings all the time so mm. therefore if i'm not gonna try to look like I'm I'm come from the gym or like worked out or something. Skinny jeans make sense. So now and I also yeah. have short leg. So the issue is with all of these jeans that now want to be doing extra leg room, you know, is that they usually <laughs> run long and you can't fold them up, right? Yeah. Like they no, they flop exactly. around. So why 2K fashion has been really hard for me to roll back to. But I'm here. I'm doing my best. I'm really doing my best. I'm out here wearing flares that I have to like find the length that's appropriate and that works, or have to like wear some version of a platform shoe. But I don't really wear platform shoes. So, oh, you don't like chunky no, shoes? No, I don't like chunky shoes oh. because they make my feet look weird. I just, <laughs> but I guess if the jeans are covering them, it shouldn't matter. But that's true exactly just gonna give you the extra height it's been a struggle it's been a struggle doing this y2k fashion life i don't know why they make me do it like this yeah i i don't know there's certain parts of i think y2k fashion that i 
do like I like the kind of um you can be a little bit more creative I guess because I think fashion after the, the initial 2000s was a bit more plain in my perspective um whereas I think fashion back in the day was a little bit more creative and it was just like you know you kind of got to see people's personalities through their clothes as someone who loves like fashion and like looking at people's outfits and whatever um but the things I do not like what yeah high waist always I'm low waist who why much my belly you know. like I'm sorry my belly button is not going to be out <laughs> no uh-uh <laughs> If I'm showing my stomach, it's gonna be like the midsection. Like that is it. That that no, I'm not doing low waist and it's so uncomfortable as well. I don't know how men do it, like wear low waist things. I'm just like, it's just uncomfortable. Like, no, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not skinny enough. I don't know, man. <laughs> I I hear it. Like I but this is what I'm saying. I feel like there's so many holes in like in that type of fashion and but then again you are completely correct i feel like fashion after the thousands took a nosedive like and not even a nosedive but flatlined like it was really just plain like white tee skinny jeans converse do you know like that was it but i like simplicity Mm -hmm. i like that so it works for me we know what we're wearing you you feel comfortable like it's just you don't have to think too hard and it's so funny because I feel like I'm starting to realize I'm not a fashion girly I love to look at fashion but for me I'm actually just like I just need to put ABC together maybe throw on D and E but like that's as far in the alphabet that I'll go these now y'all want to make me start doing layering life again and like you want to start adding body chain you want to start Ah, leave me alone and the thing is don't come for me because I will be doing it right this and I remember telling someone this and they're like so you just follow the trends yes I have to you don't want to be the only one in a fashion museum wearing skinny jeans in a land of flares and wide leg and all this kind of stuff cargo pants like you don't want to be the only one you're not forward thinking you are you are still back in the past you know Mm. Listen, I just when it comes to these things, I'm like, I, I, I do want to dabble and I want to see, like, I, like, and also when you buy that, when you go to the shops or look online, they're the only things to buy. This is the thing you can't, like, uh, yeah, you have to look hard for the things that you want that are quote unquote more simple because they'll be like, because they're well, not like, there, <laughs> manufactured them in years. Okay, yeah, like, um, what was that again? <laughs> just punch me in my throat well don't you like yeah exactly but I guess the the trouble can be though with um following the trend constantly I don't think you do obviously but people who just follow the trend um is that trends these days move so quickly so it's like if you're just following the trend it's like how quickly you're going to have to reinvent your wardrobe so I think you have to definitely find the things that you'd be comfortable wearing after the trend is done or kind of it's is gone because you personally feel comfortable and can kind of wear it in a way that you're like confident in anyway. Because um, I, I do see people who genuinely just dress for trends and it's just like some, their style is different all the time. They don't, they don't ever look, you know, when you can just see someone's style, someone's personality come through but then when they change it constantly, it's like that's not that's not really you. Like you don't wear it. Like the clothes are kind of mm. wearing you almost because you're just like oh, like you don't suit. 
not you don't say that you don't feel comfortable comfortable and confident in it um so I think yeah pick out the little things and the new trends that are just like okay I like that I can see myself wearing that three four years from now because we don't have the money to be spending changing trends every six months <laughs> honestly everything's a cycle like it just it, it everything comes yeah. back on itself and it like um the yeah. way it shows up and stuff but I do want to talk about kind of um people that are doing nostalgia bringing it back and almost reinventing it really really well I don't know if you know but the girl group flow I need to take a minute to just <laughs> let that marinate because there's this girl group called Flow. They're a British girl band. They're an R&B um, girl group and they um, mm-hmm. brought out music, I think. So I think they started like online or something. I remember seeing them on TikTok and they are so talented, so young, mind you. I think some of them are still like 19 or something. There's three of them wow. and they have brought out a new song called Fly Girl and it's got Missy Elliott in it and the music video I just I am like I'm closing my eyes because I'm like visualizing it but like literally I just they you know when I love being on the come up with artists right like when they've like Mm -hmm. just kind of started out and you're just watching them bring out a song after song they brought out a song with um Stormzy um like there was like a remix of his song hide and seek and then they they were on it and I said absolutely and then they've got like there's this um song that they've got called it's my summer anthem yeah it's called summertime and it's literally my summer anthem it's like they have got the sound of like destiny child destiny's child of destiny's child was today but then it's still like it's still obviously them and then they're british like you wouldn't think that they would come out of the uk and they work with emanike who i think is absolutely fantastic and they just seem Mm. to have a really good team around them so when they brought out fly girl and they had missy elliott on i said okay cool they're taking it they are taking (laughs) it so if you don't know who flo is get to know who flo is today day because let me tell you when you're left in the dust and the tickets have been sold out don't come crying to me i already told you yeah yeah like i just no. found them out we knew about it yeah. come on get with it get with it i need to get with them to be fair i haven't actually listened to you them for should yet. like i'm just saying if you really do like girl group era of like the I 90s did. 2000s mm-hmm. they are it but they're doing it like today and the music video for fly girl i think is one of the best things i've ever seen like it's just oh, I'm obsessed. They're incredible. Like, and I really, I really want them to do well. Like, that's the thing. I'm like, please hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, you've got this, and be measured mm-hmm. as well. Because what you don't want is like just an influx of stuff, and then you also don't want mm-hmm. them to bring like one song out a year. So it's just, yeah, I'm like, they're doing it at such. It feels like such a good pace. Like, I can't believe it's only been a year since their first hit, Cardboard Box, came out. Oh, so wow. I'm okay. just like, please protect them <laughs> everything out there protect them and let them thrive because i think it's what we need in music mm-hmm. like especially like r&b with people saying like r&b's dying and stuff like that like i think they're no it, it cannot this be. is what i'm saying uh-uh. like i feel like they're like being a really good contributing factor of injecting and i don't even think r&b is dying but like i do think in terms of the mainstream it's like forgetting what r&b is and so like i feel like yeah, they are injecting 
a really positive live stream into the R&B genre. So mm. get onto flow as if I'm their manager. Play- so there we go. Another job for me to do. <laughs> Another one. But, like, I just, I really love them. And I think they are just uh... doing the whole nostalgia, but keeping it present thing really, really well. Because it seems like it, they're so, they're just so cute. And they're doing it so well, and their fashion is amazing, and the choreo is hitting, and the music is eating. (laughs) We love it. Okay, I'm definitely going to be listening to them, like, after we come off this recording. Speaking about fashion, something we've got to talk about is, you know that um, not-so-recent trend of, like, um, people dressing their mums to look like them? Yeah! Have you seen that on TikTok? so cute um and I wanted to get into like the the topic of like is age just number when we come to like fashion sense because um a lot of the comments on these videos were people saying like wow they've literally taken like 20 years off of them because they've like like the um the clothes that the their daughters or whoever has been putting them in they look like obviously a lot younger because the the kids are younger and it's so interesting to me because um I do think, I might be wrong, but I do think that people, as they get older, lose sometimes their dress sense and they end up, especially if they become um, parents, they end up sort of like molding into what that looks like in society. And so they become, you know, kind of like more mum-like, quote unquote, or more dad-like and just dressed in what um, a person in that role would look like. And... I wonder if people didn't do that, would they look younger? Like, do does having a certain dress sense make you look older or younger? What do you I think? I 100% agree. I 100% agree. <laughs> and do you know what? Like, I think there's a few factors that go into this, but one of them being is that I think as you get older and maybe have more responsibilities, the last thing you want to do mm. is to fit. Even me now, I don't want to be thinking about how, how to put ABC <laughs> together. But, like, I genuinely think, like, some people just don't have the time. So they're like, okay, yeah. I just need to put in put on shorts and a t-shirt and get on with my day or I need to put on do you know what I mean like if I could just or jumpsuit like yeah. I'll just put on this like one thing and I'm I'm ready for my day um but still like look put enough put it together enough but I also think a really big factor of this is and like in this capitalist society as well but it's it's what type of clothes are marketed for your age demographic like if you start yeah. you know if you've feel like now what you're in your 40s or your 50s or whatever um you might not just waltz into zara but you will waltz into oh see this is bad because i don't even know i don't even want to know what stores they waltz into i don't don't know i don't either i think my mom goes into well i was gonna say m&m's nowadays we used to go to dimmerums when it was still Mm -hmm. a thing yeah. Well, they walked into yeah. one of those department stores or something like that. Mm-hmm. And let's be mm-hmm. honest, like they're not styled up the way that no. a younger demographic would be styled up. So, it's, and it's almost yeah. that thing where it's like, unless you break away from that and be like, nah, why? I'm still the same size. So, why wouldn't I still shop mm-hmm. at Zara or why wouldn't I still shop at ASOS or something like that? you then yeah. naturally will start wearing what you think is marketed for you and what you think mm-hmm. society really thinks you should be wearing um so I think it's like practicality and then just kind of going with what's marketed at you and it's a shame but then you've got like people who don't do that 
at all and in fact mm. looked very young they indeed look very young um i was gonna say like, you know <laughs> like pharrell williams is a good example um yeah that's true. looks well not so much anymore but, but he has been looking like he's been 15 for his entire life you know and the way he yeah. dresses i think is a huge contributing factor to that and i love when people don't necessarily dress how you think they should dress or you see them and you you, you google their age and you're like eh it's come yeah. on come again <laughs> i know we said black don't crack but i really do think clothes has a lot to do with that and i i don't i don't okay. see why the older you get you should start changing the way you dress unless as i said it's for purely like efficiency and practicality but if you're a fashion girly then be a fashion girl yeah. for the rest of your life like i genuinely think for myself and i'm i i'm going to hire a stylist yeah honestly because it's one of those things that's like you know people get kind of like um not embarrassed but like feel that like they should do everything mm-hmm. for themselves i'm sorry if you are a professional and you can do this well and all i have to do is pay you to mm-hmm. do it for me i'm literally, i'm literally like, like i'm going to probably in my next year like start looking for a stylist properly there's someone that i know uh, one yeah. of my friends who like i just she just dresses cute like she loves that whole kind of like fashion era like blah 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 stuff and i said whenever because oh, i just feel like she's going to become a stylist one day so i said whenever this <laughs> comes about yeah i am your first client <laughs> because i just I, <laughs> I want things to be done for me there was a post that someone made yeah. where it was like the amount of time it takes you to do something versus you actually paying someone, like you said, who does it well to do it, actually yeah. can match up the same. So why don't you put mm-hmm. money towards something? This is why, you know, like getting an accountant or, you know, getting um, a cleaner for your house or something like that. If you're actually like, do you know what? If I can pay someone to do this well versus me spending however many hours, because what is it? People say time is money, mm-hmm. but... I think there's just some things where you're like if this isn't your bag if this isn't your specialism but you want to still you want to still show up and you want to still look good yeah. that's why I'm like I need mm-hmm. to in, in time I am gonna get a stylist because I don't want mm-hmm. to I don't want to look I don't I don't have the patience to be scrolling yeah. through the interwebs <laughs> to be walking through the shops and being like this piece I want the pieces in front of me the thing is is that when I have pieces in front of me I can start putting them together that's not an issue yeah it is getting the pieces the time to do that yeah absolutely I support the decision not because you dress badly by the way gosh (laughs) if people are like you're so shady (laughs) (laughs) but I'm so for people like just putting their money to have more time to themselves to do the things that they're good at because it's just like not every day hustle not every day you do yeah, everything on your own the oh. solo life is not it no if you have the means obviously like please if you're broke be don't be getting a stylist be a responsible cleaner, a cook. Yes. come on be, <laughs> be responsible, responsible with your money <laughs> but if you have the means honestly go for it um i support the decision but no for sure that like, i i do think that as we get older, our generation anyway, like Gen Z-ish, millennial, maybe not millennial, maybe Gen Z more, will definitely... (laughs) All the millennials are Um, fighting you right now. (laughs) Right? Watch it. 
Sorry, millennials. But yeah, um, I do think we will have, you know, a generation that is a lot more, that will look slightly younger because we have grown up in a kind of more fashion-y, oh, not necessarily fashion-y era, but it's more accessible fashion, I think, if that makes sense. Because um, obviously we've had huge fashion houses that have, like, you know, been here for, like, dec- decades. But it wasn't... Um, didn't translate as easily to I guess like accessible mm. fashion maybe fast fashion if you can mm-hmm. call it that way um whereas I think now sadly for the fashion houses they have been ripped off a little bit because a lot of the <laughs> a lot of fast fashion are just like copy yeah. and paste and make it cheaper not as great for sustainability wise etc but it does make um, people dress differently, obviously, because they have the means to to do so. So I do think we'll have a generation that will um, look slightly different to when they are when we are older um, than what we've had previously. And I I really hope because I have heard of those stories of people are like they've gone into fashion or they dress well because they've seen their mums and um, you know aunties or whatever dress a certain way. And honestly, I really hope I'm the same. I hope my daughter was like, yeah, my mum always dressed a certain way and. So I started in, you know, fashion girly era. Yes, because in this household, we will dress correct. Yeah, yeah I can <laughs> see it for you. I hope it for you. I, I Listen, as I said, I really have no stake in this conversation. <laughs> no, honestly, if we're being very honest, I'm, no. let me tell like, listeners, hey, hi, um, it's me. I don't think that I dress bad. That is, like, I'm going to put that out no, there. What I don't. am saying is that I cannot, for the life of me, classify myself as a fashion girl because it's not going to be me saying I'm a fashion girl <laughs> and then I'll be wearing something you guys be like, eh? Why are you looking the way you're looking? Who put this outfit together? Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's, sometimes it's comfort, okay? Sometimes it's comfort. I can't. But also subjective, right, as well. I think fashion is so subjective because people can be, you know, fresh and girly in themselves. But to you, you're like, the style is yeah. not styling for me. You know, it's just like, that is your style. That's fine. But I don't mm-hmm. like it. And that's okay. So I feel like fashion is one of those things that is so subjective. It's like makeup as well. It's so subjective as to what um you like to do. So no one can yeah, come no, for you it is in the eye of the beholder like i think that's such a thing and you right. know what to be fair like fashion is it's very hard i hmm, i don't know if there has been a lot of new leaps in fashion as i said i'm not a fashion girly so if there is just retract what i've said <laughs> but from what i've been uh, reading if you will is that i don't know if there's been a lot of leaps in fashion because like look at what we're saying why 2k fashion is back like it's not as yeah, if it's yeah. a new thing it's just a reinvention of something and i think that's the thing we're, we're inspired a lot by what has happened versus something mm-hmm. completely new so i i will be very interested to see what gen alpha come up with I am terrified. You know how millennials are scared of Gen Z and like how just every generation before is scared of the one that's coming up. Like Gen Alpha terrify me. (laughs) In the best way possible, (laughs) but they do terrify me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, definitely going back to the kind of I don't think anything's new. Yeah, I don't think anything's really new. I would say, though, um, maybe because of the way my, like, social media is set up anyway, 
I can only say that um, newer sort of fashion, I can only see from like black stylists, to be honest, that is a slight, slightly different and, and re, not even like kind of reinventing the wheels in a certain way. I can think of like Kai Collective, like I love that brand and I've got one of their tops and I really want to get more. But they, they their fashion, her, well, Fazayo's mind works so different. And I think that is very much like breaking the mold and a lot of the, um things going forward um what else when Dolly mm. Goss as well I would say there's quite like you can see a piece from there and you're just like yep that is definitely something to the table because listen I love my black fashion designers and I think they're absolutely amazing and yes I do think they are changing the game but is it new or is it that they are now in a position in a place to bring their fashion into quote unquote the mainstream which I think is absolutely Mm -hmm. fantastic but like I wonder if some people be like yeah but we've been doing this like we have like on the continent we have been doing this we've been wearing this we've been do you know what I mean like people oh my god this new print and it's like nah this goes back like how many generations and certain tribes do you know what I mean yeah I yeah I I think what it is is that um it's inspired by the prints of um a lot of the, the continent, but the way the design of the clothes I think is slightly different because it's not as traditional, if that makes sense. Mm. It's kind of bringing, I guess, a more westernized twist to the prints that we are originally have. Mm-hmm. So like the way design the actual clothes and how they fit on the body is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reinventions. <clears throat> like, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, this is, I I guess I've always had the thing of, like, is anything new? Like, no, I guess it can't really be, can it, though? Yeah, we're just all inspired by what's around us. I know as well, there's, like, in the tech world, you know, the leaps in technology have, like, dwindled because we went from a world that didn't have internet to internet went from yeah. a world that didn't have smartphones to smartphones like what have we actually what like what has been the most recent leap from what we didn't have to now we have you yeah know? that is so true but no I think is I I love that for um from the continent where people can mm. bring bring fashion and what is annoying kind of what you were saying about fast fashion is they not only rip up like because you can't can you really rip off a fashion house like they got monies but it's these like independent brands yeah. that especially like of um from the continent or African descent or African heritage and you're just like when those fast fashion brands tap onto that one and they they do their turnout of a mm-hmm. version of the design which is obviously cheaper and therefore more accessible that's where it gets really frustrating and yeah. other than it destroying the planet but like that's when it gets really frustrating because you're like, how can then these people get bigger? Like these designers, the original designers, how can they get bigger? It's a whole lot of cultural appropriation and stuff, but that's just a conversation for another day. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I love it. I do love it. Listen, oh, please, guys, I, I support black fashion. <laughs> ah, don't. My, even my jumper said written for everybody black. Please, I support. I'm only just saying <laughs> is that I think it's very hard to create something that's entirely new because we're always inspired with what's around us and I just want to you know give flowers to people who have been doing these designs for time 
and I guess maybe I'm not them but like maybe if they hear like oh like this is brand new fashion we've never seen mm. before and it's mm-hmm. all it's brand new fashion you've never, seen, never before. seen before yeah that's so so true yeah I guess you, you can't really reinvent something new unless it's a completely different textile or, or something because it's just been too long in the world I think to even have anything new it's just a yeah reinvention yeah. For well, sure. This earth has been rotating for oh, too many. Too long. <laughs> <laughs> let me not let me not say that because I don't Yay! want to stop. Yeah, actually, <laughs> oh Lord, I don't want to. Yeah, it's been rotating for some time, and let's keep going, please. Let's keep going. We're <laughs> hanging on, everyone. We're hanging on. Yeah, uh, but I guess like speaking of like hanging on and the way we have been working working hard out here we've been working hard on this earth (laughs) i feel sometimes that i've been working for 40 days and 40 nights honestly (laughs) oh my gosh not you actually doing lent do you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) we're talking nostalgia even back to the biblical times yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh my but something i want to talk about is sleep hygiene just sleep <laughs> honestly just sleep even me I, I can't even fall asleep right now but honestly <laughs> i think do you know what i find really interesting so i remember yeah. when i was younger and i can imagine when a lot of people were younger when you're a kid and you know you're told go to bed go to bed and you fought sleep like it was mm-hmm. your demon and you fought asleep. You were like, nah, go to bed for what? Like I can stay yeah. up. I want to stay up. If only young me knew how much <laughs> value sleep brings to your life today. Yeah. I have the worst sleep hygiene. I have the worst body clock. I am the way I can function on minimal hours of sleep is disgusting yeah you scare me (laughs) I scare myself (laughs) I really do (laughs) but (laughs) but I think it's coming from someone who I can't like do I, I honestly it's not even that it scares me I'm just like astonished I'm like wow like go you because if it were me I'd literally be crawling like you would see the darkness in my eyes on my hands and knees oh my yep yeah yep. literally no it's so it's it's not great listen I don't recommend zero out of ten <laughs> zero out of ten but I do want to talk about like any kind of like sleep hygiene measures yeah. that you will not compromise on yeah um because I know you value your sleep oh god I really do I really do and going back to kind of like um you know speaking about like, when you're younger and like fighting sleep and stuff I can't do that I have always been a sleeper my mom says I was the best baby because all I did was sleep like oh she would put me to bed and I wouldn't why am I crying yes sleep yes <laughs> let me let me go I was out for the and I've valued sleep for until like the cows come honestly every single day so I'll con- hopefully I'll continue wow. but um yeah I've just always been a really big sleeper and I could sleep. I don't know what to be fair. I do think now I have a problem and I really need to go to doctors and get it checked out because I'm chronically tired and I can get like 10 hours sleep and I will still be tired and I can still sleep. 
So, and I can sleep anywhere as well, like, especially moving vehicles. If there is an engine, You're I will so sleep funny. to the hum of that engine. Honestly, <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> when, we were, um, when we were in Kenya, like, my last trip back last year, we went on this, um, on this boat to, like, to basically kind of, like, do some snorkeling and view dolphins or whatever. It was one of those kind of, like, um, excursions that you go on. And we were on the boat, and, like, bless um, Hazel, my sister-in-law, she was, like, fighting, like, um, seasickness, like, and here I am sleeping. Like, I literally couldn't stay awake. And I'd slept long enough. I couldn't stay awake. And then we had to do this, like, rescue mission because, like, another boat was capsizing. And so we were, like, getting to, like, go and save them. And I kid you not, I didn't wake up until, like, our boats banged together because we had to, like, get um, get them close enough to, like, get the people on our boat. It was literally the boats went bang. And that's when I went, I literally stood up <laughs> from my slumber and ran to the back of the boat. That's, there's something wrong with me. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so I love my sleep, but um, I am trying to get better in terms of like not sleeping too long as well, and also kind of like trying to regulate it a bit more, um, because sometimes it can be really like bad where I just cannot get myself up because I I just constantly feel tired, um, but I love that sleep, um, scheduling thing on the iPhones, it's so good. I have it. I will listen to it. <laughs> Literally, it'll be like, and it'll be like, yeah, bed. And I'm like, what do you mean? I didn't even remember I set it up. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't, I think also because like I get up so early anyway. So I know myself if I don't have like a certain number of hours of sleep constantly. Obviously, there's times when I will have like less sleep. So the, the lowest amount of sleep I can go on is like six hours, but that's like two days max. And then if it goes on longer than that, I'm dead. Like I'm literally like I can't function properly. So what's I'm your average? So exhausted. Um, my average probably at least like eight ish. I would say trying to, it'll be longer the weekend. So like I'll try like seven, eight during the week if I can, and then at the weekends it's like ten hours minimum. Wow, you yeah. are God's favorite. Because <laughs> do you know I don't remember. This is so bad but I don't remember the last time I went to bed before midnight wow my average sleep (laughs) my average time that I go to sleep is like 2 a.m wow like average like that's on a good day that's on a good day that's early yeah like that's like oh yeah time to go to bed but yeah you know in in your bed but it's just yeah like I just I know mine is absolutely shot like and there I remember at the end of last year when I think I came to the conclusion that I don't know if I can fix this however Mm. new year new me I do I don't want I don't want this to be my life like I want (laughs) to actually be able to sleep I love sleep now I crave sleep but I can't find sleep like that's the issue Mm. and it's not as if I don't have a job to go to so therefore I will wake up whenever I do like I have to get up so Mm -hmm, if I'm mm -hmm. going to bed at two and I have to be up by seven like do the math you know and it's just that thing where 
there's so many things I try to I remember I wrote out a night routine oh you know on YouTube as well when people put up night routines yeah yeah yeah. I've been watching night routines trying to find inspiration things that I can bring into my life and the problem is as well is that I know with sleep hygiene like yeah don't like be on your phone or Mm. you know don't watch tv and don't how does one unless you are dog tired how does one go into your bed put your head on the pillow and that's it that's you know yeah it is (laughs) (laughs) i swear to you there's like i think i can't remember the last time i fought asleep as in i I will be like oh twisting what I think is like half an hour it's been a mere two minutes and I am I'm already asleep like honestly <laughs> I'm knocked out like I yeah I literally will like put my head close my eyes wow thank god for the day and I'm gone <laughs> wow you really want what you can't have like I'm just like wow like I want to do that but like when I like try that and I put the lights off because I like I can't sleep with lights mm-hmm. on and stuff um so like, I put the lights off and I put my head in the pillow and my brain is just like, oh. like it's just the cogs are turning the, it's like mm-hmm. buzzing like I'm just thinking of all these different things and then I'm also someone who thinks of like ideas at night as well like, yeah creative I'm, brain exactly and it just sometimes it's okay let me just like write that down or let me just I'm pretty sure this podcast like was part inspired like at 2am or like 3am <laughs> do you know what I mean like just I was like bing and then you're awake and mm, it's yeah, just there needs to be ways and I'm pretty I've tried headspace I've tried the calm app. I've yeah. tried so, what podcasts because sometimes it's like you just like fall asleep to chatter or like yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think I need a a sound machine or something because yeah, some, there was one fall asleep. there was one that I put on that I thought yeah this will do it. Why am I humming along to the song? <laughs> I don't even. It's not even a song, <laughs> but then me too. Now I'm trying to figure out the melody. I'm like going along with it. <laughs> So, like, do you think you've had this for, like, as long as you can remember? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't remember mm. a time. As I said, I don't remember a time I've fallen asleep before um, without being yeah. so tired. But, yeah. like, I don't remember a time where I've actively chosen and fallen asleep before midnight. I honestly think that it's probably not something that you're... I think it's something in your head. I, I Honestly, like, I and I mean this, like, being, like, no cap. Like, I think you might need to go and see like a professional or maybe even get like, you know, that CBT or whatever it is, mm. like figure out what it is um, that is like blocking you because it doesn't sound like it's just, um, it doesn't sound like as if it's just like, oh, I can't do what I'm going to bed. I'm just mm. like going to go to bed late. Um, I think it sounds something deeper. Like so in the most loving really way possible unearth what's going on like there's probably yeah. yeah no i wouldn't be surprised listen i will i will want an answer do you know what i mean yeah like, i, I do think mm-hmm. because it yeah it could just be like uh, yeah you have no idea because i know um for me anyway there's like uh i don't know i want to try out when i'm older um doing some sort of like 
those kind of like CBT methods, whatever it is that they can help me with. Um, because I think there's a lot of memories I don't have from like a certain period of time, mm. and I I don't I don't think I'm I'm ready right now to unlock them quite yet. But I do think they will help me a lot in future. So um, but like I'm saying I can't access them for the life of me. I can remember like visions, but I can't actually access wow. the memories. And it's like it's very memories that you should have, if that makes sense. So I think for you, um, like with your mind racing constantly when you're just about to go to bed, it might be like some something you might need to just like switch and it's just like, okay, I can actually rest. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. I think I also need to do like, or look into hypnotherapy or something that like kind that. Of, yeah, exactly. That kind of stuff. Yeah, see, uh, yeah, I should. <laughs> because you've tried that's the thing as well like you're actively doing something to try and find a solution to it and I don't think um I think those things that you're trying it's probably things that I've tried as well that obviously it's just to enhance it it's not to actually get to you like a good sleep routine mm. if you don't have it or if you don't have it in your body and in your mind to do it if that makes sense it's just kind of like trying like it's like almost um it's kind of like even like going to the gym or trying to eat quote unquote healthy. Yeah. You know, you can't like do it unless you like figure out what it is that you're missing, like mm. within yourself. It's just like little things or even like self-care, you know, like the kind of like pamper nights and whatever. They're not self-care if you can't actually care for yourself. It's about like, it's just trying to enhance it slightly to kind of make it a bit more of a routine. But if you don't have it within yourself, if you haven't fixed the issue, the root cause, you can't actually kind of move forward yeah do you know what's so funny though if I'm being entirely entirely honest with myself like maybe you're right like maybe like I like I've done like little things here and there to try because I I just don't I don't think it should be a big problem I mean it's Mm. been going on as long as I can remember so therefore (laughs) it clearly is but like I don't think it should be a big problem so therefore it kind of goes back to the whole perfectionism and maybe doing things for yourself I'm Mm. like now come on come on Chelsea come on now like (laughs) you know like why um why can't I just fix it do you get like I'm like what like all I need to do is go to bed like Mm -hmm, all I need to do mm -hmm. is sleep but there's just yeah like maybe you're right maybe it is that thing where you need to just to go somewhere to 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 find uh maybe there is a problem for it but I don't know I don't think I got no traumas or something or you people always think that because exactly I'm the same I'm like what trauma what huh listen if you dig deep (laughs) and then like you said do I want to find it that yeah that's a thing but TBC and there could be nothing there maybe there maybe they will just be like I don't know and you can just need to keep trying. My <laughs> try, worst. try, try again. That is my worst answer. Honestly, I hate, I have so, well, okay, not so many. Let me not be dramatic. But I have a few unsolved medical situs. And mm. it's so bloody difficult. Because you're like, well, I know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And why can't we find it? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Um, but, yeah, I have done some things. and one thing I guess like you like you listeners got to talk about is I remember I remember in my last job 
that we talked about once again just how bad my sleep patterns are and everything and they were like oh like you you know have you tried this have you tried this have you tried this and we have this thing where you can kind of there's like a self-care like yeah it's like a self-care platform called Juno which is mm-hmm. a really good platform um if your work has it utilize it you get points and you can use those points to purchase things that are supposed to help your self-care and that ranges mm. from whether that's cooking classes to um an apple watch where you know you track your fitness and health and stuff but i remember i saw there's a brand called mila on there and they do weighted blankets mm. and apparently weighted blankets just meant to suppress anxieties and just you know keep you feel safe and warm and just grounded i guess yeah um I will never buy a weighted blanket on my own dime, <laughs> at least at the time. I was like, I will never buy this on my own my own mm. monies. So let me let me see what these people would be talking about. And honestly, I am obsessed. Like I oh. really love this weighted blanket. It does help me. Like it does just there's something about it that just makes you feel like, okay, like I can go to bed type thing so I find it really good it's obviously because it's a weighted blanket it's hard I I travel you know for work and I love to travel in general and so it is hard like if you're kind of at a hotel and you're now used to a weighted blanket you don't have one like Mm. I do notice I'm like how do I sleep now (laughs) yeah exactly but you can't bloody travel with a weighted blanket when we only have how many kg do you know what I mean (laughs) and space as well exactly but yeah like I think if anyone has has been struggling with sleep or has considered buying a weighted blanket like I know people who have if you have insomnia I think it is actually quite helpful and um I think there are some kind of stories around it where weighted blankets have, have perhaps helped with that mm-hmm. I am not a medical professional please I don't <laughs> don't come for me for that but I think it is a really really helpful um thing to add to your to your sleep and to your just keeping yourself at peace at night and allowing you to hopefully have a full night's rest because that's not my problem my problem isn't having a full night's rest my problem is getting to sleep once Mm. i'm asleep (laughs) you cannot catch me i will be out like i am done i am done until that alarm wakes me up and gets me out of bed but yeah like I think it has been quite helpful for like insomnia um and just like if you want to just feel grounded when you go to sleep or if you may get yeah I guess if you have like a busy mind as well yeah um, there's just something about it I don't know if it's like I guess there's a lot of mechanisms to it um but yeah I got mine from Mila and I think that's how you pronounce this M-E-L-A and it's really good yeah oh I love it I have seen people like advocating for weighted blankets and then I'm the same I'm like but skeptical I'm like hmm how much is that really gonna help but now that it's come from someone that I know I think I might I might get one oh it sounds nice sounds like a big hug yes that it honestly it's just there's something about it like I, I, I guess you forget um like I forgot how light a duvet is um and just yeah obviously it depends around I don't know how it works in terms of if you're like a hot sleeper because I think I'm not a hot sleeper I don't think I am um but there's apparently something around the mechanisms of that where it doesn't really affect that or it shouldn't so yeah there's obviously lots of different options but I really enjoy mine I've had it for gosh maybe a year and a half now 
um and I do that yeah I wouldn't change it I really like it oh amazing that's so good but yeah going back to the um sorry your your sleep <laughs> so you said you don't actually have trouble sleeping um have you how long does it take you to fall asleep then do you think it depends mm. like if you just tried like winding down a lot earlier so that like rather than like trying to get into bed for like midnight like try and get to bed for like 10 so that, you can fall asleep if i am to try to get to bed <laughs> no listen to me because i yes i hear you you know thank you my love i, I know it sounds so that. stupid but no 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 do you know what it's so true it's so true do you know what it is though <laughs> it's because i'm not a morning person right so i mm-hmm. wake up really to get ready to go to work mm-hmm. like i'm ready to go versus yeah. wake up take time for yourself, like, have breakfast, and da 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 like, that, no, I want to catch all the hours that I can in the morning to sleep, and then I yeah. get ready, and then I go to work, um, and then you work the majority of the day, mm-hmm. uh-huh, and, and, like, maybe by the time you're finished work, like, wrapped up, whatever it is, it's, what, seven, maybe, on a good day, and then, what I I feel like I have such little hours to just do what I want to do and and on top of that you have your life admin on top of that if you have other projects you have your other projects and all this kind of stuff and I was just like if I was to try to be in bed for 10 is that what <laughs> gives me three hours I to know do life for me I, I hear it because I was exactly the same because that's where I was tripping up like I wasn't getting enough sleep because I was just like I want to chill I want to relax after yes. I finish like my actual work because I yeah I'm the same I wouldn't finish like let's say work work until like six-ish and then I have to cook clean whatever and then I have other things to do as well like I have to get done so realistically I wouldn't finish until like nine ten, and then I want to relax for like an hour to like wind down right but I've just had to cut that short the wind down is sleep <laughs> As sad as it is, it's just like, yeah. well, like, I'd rather get extra hours in bed than feel like I've, like, quote-unquote, wound down enough. But I don't know. Yeah, it is hard because, obviously, you've got so much going on. So, just maybe just see. But, I don't know, try for a few days and see how you get on. If you yeah. can. I know, obviously, you're like, I've got so much crap to do. Like, I can't. <laughs> do you know, you're, you're, do you know what? You are right. Like, I do... It is a, it's a choice right it's a choice that needs to be made it's something that it's really bad to kind of say you have a, an issue with something and then not necessarily use all the avenues to fix it and yeah I will listen I will do <laughs> what I can <laughs> but as I said sometimes I just there's many times I've just been like maybe this is it like maybe this is just the way my life goes. <laughs> Maybe sleep isn't for me. I'm joking. Yeah. No, you need to rest. I'll Take sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> I do not believe in that statement. I don't co-sign. Go to sleep if yeah. you can. It is a very good thing. It's natural. It's natural for your body. Yeah. And your body needs it. But it's true. It's I think the recovery. wind down, the wind down part is important for mm-hmm. me. And like kind of, been what that like how much 
how much of that needs to be, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch a show or I'm going to do this and that and going to do, and then because your list starts to add up and then you find out you need two hours to wind down and you're actually like, maybe I could have cut that short and spent an hour (laughs) and a half added to my sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but just even just try like midnight latest sort of thing like if you know you get to bed by like 2 a.m on a good day that's early for you okay then say like okay maybe then midnight yeah and then see how you get on and then you can like try and then go back a little bit if you feel but if you feel that you get enough sleep between like midnight and seven that's a good amount that's a good amount that is a good amount yeah I think do you know what there needs to be I because I'm goal oriented and whatever like I think there is a thing around okay being in bed by time you know like that's something I need to really discipline myself on Mm -hmm. um so that will be the goal um if there Mm -hmm. are any updates I will let you all know in this life there will be a day where I sleep the same day that I wake up do you know what I mean like when you wake up so I technically don't I don't fall asleep the day I wake up oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) you literally sleep in the next day wow yeah it's so stupid it's such a sad realization but I mean it's all right we're young still yeah (laughs) It was still spring chickens. But if I I'm, if I'm to be that great aunt that I have in my head, yes, this is the thing. Yeah, you need to start taking care of yourself now. And this is why, like, I I did yeah. want to talk about it because I'm like, you need to start taking care of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. we're not going to be that. As much as age is nothing but a number, we do grow. We do yeah. grow old. We, <laughs> we do grow old. old, and you need to really the way to take care of yourself is to start taking care of yourself now. And yeah. I think the one thing for me, I know that I'm not taking care of myself. I am taking my taking care of myself with is my sleep, mm. and so we we work on one thing at a time, and that will be my goal for Q two. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. Just like priority setting, and even if it's things that you feel like you need to get done, but you don't really like. Just be like, it'll get it's done another time. So it'll actually go. I know. I, girl, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying it's easy. I know because I'm the same. I've, <laughs> I'm recovering as well of the, yeah, I just get this done. I just get this done. It's okay. I'll have time. I'll have time. And then I was just like, like the next day my eyes are like, yeah. I can't, I can't like twitching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm falling yeah. asleep. <laughs> sometimes I'm like oh I'll just do it now I'll just do it now and I'll just do everything and then I'll end up just doing everything now yeah because right, you're like maybe future me will thank me but there will always be more there will always be more things to do that is the issue um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah uh yeah I'm rooting for you thank you just like jumper is saying I'm rooting for everyone black I'm rooting for you Missy appreciate you're gonna it. do it <laughs> I appreciate it I need somebody in my corner for this one <laughs> But yeah, my something um you gotta talk about, it's not a product, anything this week has it's a dedication to the kind people in my life that have just made this week manageable. <laughs> because um yeah, like when I was like in the pits of this week, it was just like the the people that actually like made time for me and asked me if I was okay and like did things for me that I really appreciated. And so I wanna just shout out to all the kind people in my life um that just make my life easier and like know that like make me feel like I'm actually 
loved and appreciated and like actually like it's gonna be okay um and make me laugh when I need to laugh and stuff so I want to just say to everyone like if you feel like someone is in your life that isn't having such a good time or there's like an energy shift that's kind of off just like check in on them do things for them if you can um and just spend time with people and I don't know just be kind just be kind That was so wholesome, honestly. Like, I know one week we did talk about being the strong, strong friends and stuff yeah. and like how that can really weigh on you. And I do think a lot of the kind of personality traits we talked about at the start of this podcast kind of attributes to that um, yeah. or contributes to that. But yeah, be, be kind is a very, very important thing. And you are so great Diana like I think like that's the thing like, I'm just like it's mad though because it's so like when I said you're your worst cri- critic we're all our worst critics it's such yeah. a true thing whereas I'm looking on the outside and I'm like girl you're smashing it like you are doing what you need to be doing you have so much on your plate and you still look good <laughs> and you still look good <laughs> I'm blushing <laughs> oh but honestly Thank and the you. thing is as well it's like it's it's okay to just feel down sometimes yeah. do you know what I mean and I think acknowledging that is something I've had to learn to to be okay with acknowledge when it's bad like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's bad the world exactly. is trash yeah like <laughs> things aren't always great but don't stay I remember someone I had a, me- I had a mentor who's like it's okay to acknowledge all of that and it's important to acknowledge all of that just don't stay in it too long absolutely and you know these kind people in your life are really great to have to help you find those pockets of being like you know what okay actually I'm good like or Mm -hmm. this actually didn't go as bad as I think it did and like all these type of things so yeah if you can be that person and like listeners and stuff if you can be that person in someone else's life they really appreciate it they really appreciate a little message or a little call or a little thing that's sent to their house or just something that pulls them out of whatever they're going through absolutely I know I do I'm just like Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) they see me yeah exactly exactly and honestly like yeah you too you are also just so great and are smashing it and don't think anything less because we can't come and die with these ah for this life with these exactly it's here to be enjoyed we're here for enjoyment we said hashtag enjoyment 2023 so let's let's get back to that program yes let's get back to that program and honestly if now y'all thought you weren't gonna get a tv show recommendation oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you got away got free you thought you got away nah 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 but if uh, my reality dating tv show lovers out there um in the ether of listeners that we have and the listeners to be love is blind is back yes it is season four five I don't know what it's on but because it feels like a new season every other week but <laughs> love is blind is back tell me how I've watched all five episodes that dropped it came <laughs> back sure on it just came... it came out on Friday yesterday yeah. <laughs> Mercy coming with the recommendations fast fast <laughs> and let me tell you it I is love... the wildest start to wow. love is blind that I have ever seen and i've watched all seasons so yeah it's back i'm not saying whether it's great or not 
but it is definitely a watch. It's oh definitely something that you'll be watching about. Where is sanity? Or <laughs> is this love? And it's it's very, very interesting. I, I'm currently enjoying it. I hope that it's... I like success in reality dating TV shows. Mm-hmm. And I hope that we do actually get success. There's potential for success. But in the meantime, they're definitely delivering when it comes to the drama. Oh, um, love. So Love is Blind is back. And when it finishes... Make sure you've watched it because we're going to be talking about it too. Yay. Okay. Yeah, I, I need to get on it because I actually haven't watched anything since season one. So I've got... Ah, gosh. I know. I'll, don't worry. I'll, I'll get back and we can chat about it. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah, if I'm very honest, I actually don't even know if I'd recommend two, three or whatever. Yeah, I, I, do you know I'll what I mean? Season. Just do this, this recent season. Yeah. But season one is the best. Season one is... And do you know what? I remember saying to my sister that I the only reason I think Love is Blind thrived and has continued to stay in our lives is because it started like at the start of the pandemic yeah, like it came out so it's the most bizarre concept that shouldn't <laughs> make sense it looks ridiculous like if they actually and i feel like they will eventually but if they bring love is blind to the uk i will be pissing myself laughing it will like, be so funny it's because these people how are you falling in love like that. This is what it has to be Americans because they are huge romanticizers. They're so they Romantics. love romance. They yeah. love romance over there. Like mm-hmm. these people saying, I love you in two days. Yeah. Wow. Cannot catch anybody in the UK doing that. <laughs> crazy, crazy. But mm-hmm. very enjoyable. Love is blind is back. As if Netflix has sponsored me, which they will one day. Yeah. Mark my <laughs> so they will at this point. Because the screen time they be getting from me mm. is mad. It's a lot. It's a lot. But yeah, um, thank you again for listening to another episode of Something We've Got to Talk About. We hope you have enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, actually. This has been a really great episode to, <laughs> to chat about. And again, as always, it's felt very cathartic. Um, but yeah, if you want to keep on chatting to us, you can find us at SWGTA Podcast on Instagram or you can email us at SWGTA Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me at Diana Gisby or at an abundance of melanin on Instagram. And you can find me at mercy underscore evil on Instagram as well. Amazing. Well, we'll chat soon, listeners. And yeah, bye. Bye, buddy.